It is Monday, May 24th, 2021. This week, we wrap up Mostly Madness, highlight you the fans, give away some merch, the Eternals trailer drops, and Warner might be bought by Disney? We watch the NBA Finals, the PGA Championship, Army of the Dead, Yellowstone, Breaking Bad, and more, and for the meat, we retell, review, and rate the 2019 MCU film, Captain Marvel. All this and so much more. We got the Giggler. We got PC Mike. I'm your host, Logan. This is Mostly Superheroes. Cue the music. Hello and welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan. Hello, PC Mike. Hello, Giggler. Welcome back to the studio. PC Mike, how are you? I'm great. I was just sitting there thinking, like, is the music that long every time? <laughs> Especially when we all get to look at each other. Like, yeah. No one can see us during the music. No. But we're like, like, well, like, we, I mean, look what just happened yeah, this that time. Was, yeah, you're throwing stuff, and I was like, is it always that? That, I mean, it wasn't super long, but I was like, it's thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. And it's long it, enough for us to look around at each other, yeah. have a laugh, and me to drink like a pretty good amount of water. Yeah. I like sometimes I'm like, am I sometimes am I, I supposed to not I talk during that time because I don't want to speak over the music. I don't want to. Just for you guys, so you know, in post, I the music goes in after. So like we could talk. It doesn't oh, okay. matter if the mic even hears us. We okay. We've been so when you do things like year. this, yeah, I just black out. I think when, it, like, when you I don't throw a piece of paper on. and it just sticks to the wall like you just did somehow. Then... Yeah, yeah, that was pretty intense. That was a real life moment. Me, I threw the card, so again, you couldn't see us. Maybe I'll try to work it in here, like right now, like a, a behind the scenes footage. <laughs> but it landed right here. I feel like we should leave it for like good luck. Yeah, yeah, it's your superpower. Paper, Get, paper throwing. Look who caught it. Spider-Man? No. No, that's the piece of... It's the Joker. It's the Joker. <laughs> and I'll give it up for the Giggler. Don't be scared. I'm out. <laughs> How you doing, Gig? How you doing, Andy? I'm great, man. Uh, it was another solid weekend. Two weddings. One with friends, one with family. Couldn't ask for, for much better than that. Um, man, masks come off. You don't mess around. Two yeah, weddings. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I didn't plan this, but <laughs> it was great that the masks are off now because... It was hot enough being out in the sun for uh for that long on Saturday. It was outside. Outside hot. I was just because I, I was in it in the wedding, so I was wearing like a uh, full suit. So you were double sweating. Yeah, I was dead. It was terrible, and I was usher, I was ushering, and uh, I had to do like double duty, so I had to walk two people down the aisle. Oh man, you were triple sweating. Yeah. You had a lot yeah, to it do. Was it was bad. <laughs> it's all good though. But PC Mike didn't even get to hear from you. You went to a wedding too. I did. Uh, family. I did not have to do anything except attend but i did attend i attended the hell out of it yeah it was a good time it was it was it was uh at a winery so laid back yeah you talk about wedding season and then after you know this is wedding season right after pandemic season you know masks are coming off we a lot of weddings you know had to get pushed last year as people at this table know and plans and it's like can you imagine there's probably 
like five times the normal amount of weddings happening this summer. Oh yeah, compared to like you know most summers, this would be the summer of many many weddings, or right. even like celebrations. Not necessarily. Yeah. Like, a lot of people had like small weddings, and then boom, let's have a reception now. Yeah, do two three parties. Let's do the best part again. They said it on Saturday party. Night Live. They said you know they've been seeing tweets out there like, is this going to be the most turnt summer ever? Yes. Everybody is so jacked to be back. We were, we've all been inside for a year by like at gunpoint. Like, don't leave yeah. too much. Keep your mask on. Time to party. Yeah. Ask me to do something fun. I'm gonna say yes, unless I'm already have plans to do something more fun hell, at that given time. Hell yeah, it's uh, it's good to be back. And with that, let's talk about some other good vibes. Let's talk about the fans. Fan mail. Few things on fan mail today. First up, we haven't talked about it in a while. Still nothing really on there, but we <laughs> got to keep reminding folks, you can call us. We got a studio phone. It's right here. It's hooked up to the gizmo, as Mike called it, all those many months ago, to our mixer. You call in. You could get us right here live during a show. It could happen. Or you leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. That number is 754-CALL-LOG. That's 754-225-5564. Just I, I mean, I, go ahead. I text it every once in a while. You yeah, get those, right? I got one that said "sup." That was me. That was you. Yeah, yeah that's kind of disappointing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was at least. <laughs> I'm just like, testing oh, it out sometimes, and I'll like go scroll down my text and see it again, and then I just text "sup" again. That's all right. I mean, I just want to keep people apprised of it. We're in early episodes, and we're looking for people to get calling it. And if you want to be hear your voice on a radio show, this is how you do it. I think a cool goal would be we have like a. Like the Howard Stern show back in the day had regular reoccurring guests. Yeah, and you knew like, like high pitch Eric. Yes, Beetlejuice. Have them come back. <laughs> yeah, reoccurring people. You could be a personality on the show without having to even show up. You just call in. Yeah, call in one, and then it's like an ongoing little skit. And you can text it. Yeah, terms and rates apply. You have to say Ten that. Cents. Don't you have to say that? I don't know. I always see it on commercials. So anyway, call the phone seven five four call log. That's two two five 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 six four. Next up, we did this back when we were in season one, when our Twitter was working, our Twitter went down, our Twitter is back. We are doing Twitter polls again. We had one out there this week. Go follow us at Mostly Superhero. Put the scenario to you two. Interested to hear your thoughts. A movie's getting ready to come out that you're looking forward to. So say like, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame's coming out. It's, it's this weekend. If you had your choice out of these four, what would you choose? An indoor movie theater, a drive-in movie theater, on my couch, on my TV, or a local pop-up theater. Think about like in a park or something, kind of like a, a gathering. And we had some results. Six votes. <laughs> well, the Twitter was down for a while. The Twitter's We're been still down. We're still building game. it up, but I thought it was still cool. We had a nice uh, little breakdown. 50% of our votes say indoor movie theater. So traditional theater. On my couch, on my TV was in second place with 33%. And then we had a couple people say a local pop-up theater. PC Mike, where are you on this scenario? If it's something that I'm dying to see, like I have to see it opening weekend, I'll take indoor movie theater. For the other 98% of the movies coming out, give me on my couch on my TV. I knew that. I mean, you've been you've been saying that you're we're spoiled. Yeah. I wouldn't watch Mortal Kombat in the theaters, but I watched it on my couch and it was fine. If I would have saw Mortal Kombat in the theaters, I would have been upset. Yeah. <laughs> or even Godzilla vs. Kong, like yeah, that didn't blow me out of the water. Uh, I don't, I, yeah, I would have been okay with that. Mortal Kombat would have been upset. Giggler, where do you stand here? I'm I'm movie theater as well. The In, traditional indoor. movie theater. Yeah. I'll give it up. Me too. I'm with you. Opening day, like a Marvel movie. If I see it on Friday, I'm pissed. Yeah, it's Thursday release day. Like I, 
even if there's a chance I'm going to get on social media and see any minor spoilers in that day time period, I'm like, especially about that. I need to see it ASAP. In today's climate, too. Everything's coming out nowadays. Um, Man, I like that Saturday morning, that Monday morning. You know, you get in that matinee. Theater's not that full. You sit wherever you want. You you know, it's 10 a.m. and you get out and it's like it's like one at the sun's. That is a great feeling because it's cheap as hell when you see movies at that time. The whole day is left. Yeah. And it's cheap. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. So yeah, more Twitter polls. Go follow us at Mostly Superhero. We'll keep these going. You never know what we'll be throwing out there. I can't wait. And it's time to announce all of the winners. Time to wrap up finally our hashtag mostly madness at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash mostly madness. Before we talk about the big stuff, talk about the winners of the bracket. Let's go ahead and just highlight some recent voters. This bracket was powered by you guys. Everything that happened, the movies that came from it, was a combination of us, you guys out there, and you all voting for the last several weeks. We got some people here. We got Kevin Ma on Facebook. We have the rest of these are Instagram at STLPB. That's actually St. Louis Pro Boards. That's my buddy Adam. That's a local St. Louis uh, uh, small business. They do custom bag sets. So, you know, like you play bags in the yard. He does custom sets at STLPB. We got DPAT underscore 88. That's Dan. The underscore Irish underscore survival underscore podcast. These guys voted all the whole time. We have Catatonia 23. That's Christy. Mista.untilly.72. That's Shannon. So it's Mista.untilly. And then Jack Porter. 50. I think I got a typo in there. It's Jack underscore Porter 50. Guys, thanks so much for voting for these yeah. last like 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people voting every single week. Couldn't have done it without them. Couldn't have. This is how we decided who was going to make it through our bracket. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Here it is. Totally filled. Haven't Don't have the winner on here yet. A great final four. Let's just revisit some of these. We had Happy Gilmore versus Avengers Endgame. Jurassic Park versus The Dark Knight. Let's not forget where we started, guys. This all started with Dodgeball versus Goodfellas. The Lion King versus Rocky IV. Superbad versus Forrest Gump. Fight Club, Days Confused, and so many more miscellaneous titles that kind of came from all of our childhoods in the last 30 years. Pretty good-looking titles, and we ended up with Avengers Endgame versus The Dark Knight. We have a winner. Let's just do it now like a Band-Aid. It's Avengers Endgame. This was a nail-biter. It came down to one vote. That's impressive. I'm not even kidding you. It came down to a, like literally one vote. It was neck and neck. We did many different voting platforms from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram to voting on our website. Second place is Dark Knight. And the third place prize with third amount of votes was Jurassic Park. But Avengers Endgame has won our first annual Mostly Madness tournament. I'll give it up again. Giggler, how you feeling? I'm great. Happy to say I saw that coming we know you did we know you <laughs> did i can't wait to highlight some of these brackets but you know were were we surprised by this i mean look what made it through the top of such a mix of movies yes we're mostly superheroes but that didn't mean it was always going to be superhero flicks i think it's pretty appropriate i think we learned a lot for what we can do next year change it up but we have a whole nine months or so to to think about it yeah, we're going to enjoy our time off for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mostly madness. PC Mike, how did you feel about these top three in the winter? I said last week I think this was what was going to happen. Um, I'm glad the Dark Knight put up a great fight. It is still my favorite superhero movie of all time. 
Nothing has changed. I voted for it. I could have had two more of you vote for it as well, it sounds like. Yeah, you absolutely could. <laughs> and this earned its place. It was, And it did fight to the nail. Again, I like to see that it wasn't some blowout one way or the other. Yeah. It's nice to see that we have that DC yeah. MCU mix. Could have seen it going either way. Could have seen it going either way. And uh, yeah, we'll see how we do this next year. Who knows what movies will make it in. It might be a different theme. Uh, but Avengers Endgame is our winner. We'll uh, definitely probably get some merch going, something with Mostly Madness, highlighting this year's winner. We'll keep it going. And uh, let's talk about the winners. This is about you guys, the fans, the people that participated. We did this March Madness style, so you submit your bracket. Or how's it going to match up? We have some honorable mentions, including myself and PC Mike. PC Mike. So, Giggler, thanks to uh, thanks for helping us out with the bracket point system. Yep, yep. This so, is out of 80 total points. So 80 FYI. total points was possible. 16 points per round. Very good. And you helped with the math. I told you, every time I try to start doing it, I'd just be like, I don't know anything about <laughs> bracket math. Okay. So thanks for handling it. We got uh, out of 80 points, Mike came in, PC Mike 35. I had 23. And then our friends Jen and Aaron beat us both out with a whopping 42. Nice job. But talking about the winners, the people that came out on top, with the most points, just going to go ahead and give it up for you, Killed buddy. It. The Giggler had 68 points out of 80. Congratulations. Is there no one else? Is there no one else? That's is all it, I have to say. Is there no one else? What does that it's mean? It's a quote from Troy. Oh, <laughs> I haven't really seen Troy. Okay. Well, you You've never too. seen Troy? It's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Maybe when Spoken I was by Brad Pitt, 11. Which, I mean, was that when it came out? Probably. Much louder and better than I, but I don't have that <laughs> that, that booming, beautiful voice that he does. So. For me, I was like, I just like, do I need to answer this question? But yeah. no, you got 60 out out of 80. <laughs> Dr. Dom came in <clears throat> with 48 points. Way to go, Dr. Dom. But it was not the most successful fan that we had out there, and it's time to announce our grand prize winner, and that's right. It's Sean. Thank you, Sean. Good job. Sean, you know who you are? We will reach out. Congratulations. Your bracket was our closest fan for sure. You're going to get a whole package of Mostly Superheroes merch. It's going to have the shirts, the mugs, the koozies, probably a, a personalized gift from the three of us with maybe our signatures on it, maybe a photo. It's going to be a combination of things and some bonus stuff that I didn't even mention. It's going to be a whole – think about like a gift basket from a superhero podcast. That's about to be what you get. He earned it. He did earn it. He's I mean, the, the most basic. How many Man. points did he have again? I didn't write it down. 60. 60, 60 points. 60 versus points. 68. Right. Yeah. They're pretty close. It was, yeah. They're, Game or two? It was tough grading them because, I mean, there was a lot of random answers, but there was only four people that got Endgame as the final. Those were the top four, obviously, because that's that's a lot of points for, for one. Maybe we'll have to adjust the scoring system next year but. yeah maybe and, we'll, and maybe even we think through how we do the voting and whatnot it could all change you know we learned a lot of lessons this year i think we learned a lot about the process and i really want to share this this is what i'm most excited to share so sean yeah our, you're our grand prize winner you're going to get that nice gold uh medal prize but we also wanted to share that since the giggler won kind of you know he's the i mean not kind of you he you, won you won you had the best bracket yes, i'm the most basic but, person there ever is. Yeah, that's what that, I win. That's what. Yeah, you're so basic. You know what the media, the middle of all people come to. <laughs> um, but we didn't want to just do nothing with you winning, so we've agreed that you're going to donate your gift to Doctor Dom. Yes, our silver place. He's a good man. <laughs> cool. Known him for many years, and he'll love all those things that we're giving him. Maybe I'll put a little special treat for you in there, Dom. 
Yeah, a little. Oh. You go, What's it going to be? Are you going to poop in it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's, if if he's you guys have are to fr- listen to find this out. If but. you guys are friends, I'm like, what is he going to put in here? It's poop again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Dr. Don, you'll get your prize. Sean, that's mostly madness 2021. Yeah, did it last maybe four or five weeks longer than we thought it would? Sure. But who cares? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, either way, we were going to be in here talking anyway. So now we uh, now we know how it's going to go. We'll do it again next year. Have all sorts of ideas for this tournament next year. Really, uh, maybe like put a cause behind it. Do like a something for charity where like of course you can always play for free, but we'll do like a percentage of something that we all care about. This is stuff that the show is starting to think about. We're doing a lot of fun out here. It's okay to have fun and just do some cool stuff. But if we can do some good along the way, we're going to try to. So mostly superheroes, mostly madness. Twenty twenty two. We'll see you next year. Boom. There it is again. Avengers Endgame. Took it, man. Can't right. wait to see it. With that, let's get into the news. News and rumors. Just a couple things on the news today, but a couple really fun things. We did see a new teaser trailer. This comes out of comicbook.com. Jamie Love It over there again. I love that on these Mondays. That's one cool thing about doing Mondays. I feel like there's always been a trailer. Like we had Shang Chi the day we recorded. Now yeah. we got the Eternals teaser trailer. Giggler as you're kind of the bigger MCU fan. How did this go for you? Did it get you excited? What were you thinking as you saw this plethora, this huge cast finally coming into play? How were you feeling during this trailer? I'm so pumped. I've been excited, low-key excited for this for... Low-key excited? Lo- <laughs> not not meant to be a play on words there, but maybe it could be. Are you know. as excited for the Eternals as you are Loki? Yeah. More? I think this... I don't know. That's tough to judge. No, Loki's Loki's sooner. So obviously, I'm 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 counting down the days for that. That's but fair. This is That's like, fair. I feel like this movie, and I've heard so many things about because the director just won the award for best director. Yes, Nomadland. Yeah, Nomadland. Yep. Um. So that's that's promising. Like, I just I'm just ready. Like, this is going to be something much different, especially after reading through this uh history book. I know the Eternals have a huge part part in the like the history of the MCU. Um. I I don't really know much about these characters or where they come from, but I'm just kind of going with it, playing it by ear. And like, now we see this, I have something to go off of. Now I've kind of been looking in this encyclopedia, looking up, Oh, who's this person? What do they do? And all that. And I'm, I'm pumped. This is going to be, I don't even know what this movie is going to be about. Yeah, I know the uh, big tagline that came out of this thing was we've, I'm paraphrasing, but as we've always been around and never intervened until now. And like, that's the movie. Uh, PC Mike, you know, we saw this thing, this article from Comic Book. <clears throat> the Eternals cast includes Anna Gina Jolie as Thena, Richard Madden as Icarus, Kamail Nanjani, thank you, as Kingo, Lauren Ridloff as Macri, probably butchering a lot of these, Brian Tyree Henry as Face, Fastos, Fastos, Salma Hayek as Ajak, Leah McHugh as Sprite. <laughs> Don Lee as Gilamesh, Jimma Chan as Cersei, Barry, I can't see the actually I can move this. Look at this. Barry Keegan as Druig and Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Also, uh, I forgot the other one. Richard what? Madden's from Rich, Game of Thrones. Richard Madden's yeah, also from Game of Thrones. Coming and, in as Dame Whitman, aka the Marvel Comics Hero, Black Knight. It's coming out November 5th this year. PC Mike, how did this sit with you after seeing the trailer? I think I'm more excited for this than anything the Marvel's done in a long time, if I'm being honest. Wow, because I like a starting point. I don't know. I'm kind of sick of the multiverses, and like we kind of talked about, oh, what level are we on? Like, oh, we're in this. We're in this world. We're on this timeline. Like all that. Kind of like that. We're starting like right at the beginning. 
I'm, I'm assuming it'll tie into like what's coming next and like what's happening now. I don't know. I like a beginning point. Yeah, I know kind of like a little origin story, but not in a way. Yeah, no, it, it totally it totally is. And we've never met any of these folks. And that's a huge cast. Huge cast. And it's like, what are going to be the ramifications of this? We can already see that they've been around for a very long time, since like the beginning of Man. And exactly like you said, it sounds like the MCU connects with this trailer right toward the end. You know, they're talking yeah. about, they're sitting at a table exactly. and they're like, hey, Captain Rogers and uh, Iron Man are gone. Who's going to lead the Avengers? Like that's what they're talking about. So like, it, they're they're right there in present day events. Um, kind of like puppet masters. They might have like been. they've never had to intervene, but they're kind of like steering things. Right. And who will we find out that they? You know, that, who knows how they'll tie it into the MCU? We might get some flashbacks to some old titles where things happened, mm-hmm. and I, they were there. Oh, I'm I sure there's going to so. be like, some Easter eggs. It's yeah. like we're going to have to go back and rewatch everything and be like, oh. In Iron Man 2, this is what this meant. It's like, oh, that guy in the elevator in Iron Man 2 <laughs> was... There could be a lot of that, especially, I mean, the, so the Celestials created the Eternals, so like Celestials that we know would be like... We e- met Ego, Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume so, 2. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Thanos was an Eternal. Whoa, are you serious? But Man, you've learned a lot. Born on a different, like on a different planet. So yeah, there was two two separate. So they oh my god, we get like a young Thanos. Yeah, I've heard rumors of a young Thanos be. possibly being in the Eternals movie. Oh I, god, I would love to, for him to be like a teen, like Groot, like just mad. <laughs> like, I'm gonna kill half of you one but, like, day. <laughs> too many of us. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know what to like. The vibe that I'm thinking from doing my research on this is like that there basically was a group of Eternals on Earth that were. I have no idea if this is what the plot of the movie is going to be, but it could it could be somewhere surrounding this. But they were basically on Earth. One of the the people, uh, Sprite, can like delete people's memories. So they were all on Earth. They as as Eternals, but they deleted their memories, and they mm. basically were on Earth just living normal lives, not aware that they have these powers. And then I guess maybe something happens, and they're like called upon to use their powers. So I. And they've been around so long. It even looked like certain characters were like there was like a the one guy from Game of Thrones that isn't Kit Harrington, uh, Madden. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. His character looked like he was like kind of falling in love with his character almost like multiple times. Like it was like they were living maybe lives and things yeah. were changing. I mean they've been around for millennia. It looks like it looks like there's a like a love triangle with the two Game of Thrones dudes and a girl named Cersei, which is kind of crazy. To think <laughs> yeah. About. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> like what? But yeah, Mike, I'm with you. Origin story, all these characters, all brand new. Got that team element of just like, who are these? Like, I've got so many questions. Andy studies are going to help us. These books, thank goodness. They they drop like they might as well have been eating shawarma on that last scene. Oh, I know. I was like this, I, this is for sure supposed to. After this, the memes on like Instagram. There were so many memes of all the Marvel like dinners. They're like, man, Marvel people are always yeah. sitting down eating dinner. In that scene where they're like lining up outside that like that castle wall, and one of the guys, maybe I guess that has super speed, speed like yeah. comes in and just it, that just looks like they're just ready to f shit up. Yeah, they look super powerful. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see the impact. I can't believe. This is coming this year. I mean, look at this title from on.com. That's awn.com. It says in the beginning. I, I'm just guessing that this is going to have the most insane end credit scene. Just think about, or maybe just ending to see where, because the biggest thing is going to be, how does this connect to everything else? It's gonna, I think it's going to like kickstart. Like, we're talking about the, phase. we're talking about like folks that like were part of the creation of the Marvel universe. Like yeah. they're they're like they're either like they're like the first things created. It sounds like some of the oldest beings, maybe. So yeah, 
Can't wait to see this. Can't wait to hear more. We're going to talk about some books in here that Andy's brought in. Got some show and tell for you. So we'll get more on the MCU in a bit. Before we do that, one more piece of news today we're going to highlight. This is in the Rumorville area. Have you guys heard this crazy, wild rumor circulating around multiple publications today? Not just a few, like not just like one okay. or two. That DC, this one comes at us from CosmicBookNews.com. Matt McGloin over there. DC, WB could be sold to Disney joining Marvel. So this just came out May 20th that Disney could be buying up Warner, now Warner Discovery. After the news we talked about last week, you know, about Warner merging with Discovery, Warner Media apparently is changing its name to Warner Discovery, first of all. I don't know if we clarified that last week. And CNNBC reports a big indicator that Warner Discovery likely will be sold comes from the fact that billionaire John Malone agreed to relinquish his Discovery voting shares to merge the company with Warner Media. There's a report about this that apparently this Malone guy was quoted to say that um, the reason he kept his shares this way, I don't know the technical aspects of this, was to make the company flexible for a purchase by a big conglomerate. Someone out there that might want to buy D- Warner Media and all the properties that come with it. Um, you know, Some companies that could do this, that are even rich enough to buy something like this, Amazon, Apple, and of course Disney. And Disney was the one most rumored to do this. And I mean, this, what are we talking about here? We're talking about like DC properties could live in the same house as Kevin Feige. So this is Rumorville, not confirmed. Had you guys heard anything about this? Is this something that would, I mean, this is like, this would be, we're talking about like a very big conversation. You're talking about like the DC universe could like be one day part of the The MCU. I I haven't heard anything. I did read today that Robert Pattinson signed a deal with Warner Bros. Entertainment entities, including New Line Cinema, Warner Bros. Television, HBO Max, because I think the Batman, the they've wrapped filming and everyone's like, this is it. So he signed like a first look deal, but I haven't heard anything about this. Um, I did see that Warner Brothers, it's cheaper than they thought, like hmm. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Wonder like, why. So... <laughs> what, what, I mean, I don't. Is it make? I, I don't really know what it's what it's worth, though. I mean, you still got to think those properties are worth so much. I mean, everything inside of you're you're talking about HBO Max right now. Yeah, and what like HBO Max is like the we talk about it all the time. That's like the powerhouse. And then it says AT and T will retain the majority of shares. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're just streaming versus AT and T cable, and it just it's just a mess. Yeah, so AT and T is you know the major player. Uh, that's part of HBO and Warner, all this. Yeah, they they were said in this article as well from Cosmic Book, we'll have this in the description today, that they're getting out of the entertainment sector completely. Like, they're just like, you know, AT&T's like, we're going to focus on other things. I mean, AT&T's on all sorts of stuff, you know? I mean, they're 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 in the, the business of internet, so they might yeah. just be like, you know what? We're done making shows. Yeah. I Who saw... knows? Rumor. Again, this is rumor, unconfirmed. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I saw a tweet about this today, and I didn't know if it was a... Like you just kind of start looking at the comments to usually people are calling it out if it's fake or whatnot. So a lot of comments were saying, oh, this this news comes up every few years. This isn't going to happen. So it's one of those things you probably just need to take with a grain of salt. I mean, I don't even know if I would want this to happen. Really? Right. Exactly. Like, do you like like, there's already enough going on right now? It'd be cool to see like Batman versus 
Iron Man in a movie like we've talked about before. But like that'd be cool. But it'd also be cool if somebody could just apply the Marvel method to some DC movies or that too. Like you don't even have to connect them. Just like somebody make a good Superman movie. Yeah, you know, a mean, good or a good Batman movie. <laughs> they yeah. I, hopefully, now, the more I think year, about it, I'm like hopefully next year. Don't do this, but you never know. I don't want it either. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was going to see what you thought because obviously yeah, there's definitely wanna... well Monopoly comes into play right that's yeah. in my head I'm like you know it's like you, well you have everything we talked about this with Warner taking in Discovery do you want everything underneath just one massive house I mean that's what a monopoly is whenever you have like everything and I mean they're just printing money like with the box office and stuff yeah just like Star Wars I'm not a huge Star Wars fan but the last movies weren't great. By any measure. Right. But they just keep pumping them out and they keep printing money. And here's a new show. Here's a new show. Here's a new show. Here's all this. I think that's what this would do. I mean, competition makes everything better. Yeah, exactly. And if everything's monopolized and coming under all these people. They're just going to print it out. Yeah, and we did see that with Star Wars. And this is why I'm I'm so scared for the MCU a little bit. Like, I'm a little nervous about, you know, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I hope that the formula stays true. But... You gotta ask yourself, like, are we gonna have an experience with like the next Avengers film that was similar to the last Star Wars film? I hope not. More to come. We'll let you know. Let's keep it uh, keep you posted on this possible murder. Like Andy said, we get this news every once in a while. Thanks to Com- Cosmic Book News for reporting on it. Um, and before we move on, we were just talking about Star Wars. I thought this would be a good opportunity. We're gonna mix in some show and tell throughout today. Andy, you brought in a VHS. I, I thought maybe you could uh, share a little um, bit about yes. what's going on here. We have Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. On VHS. I think it might be rewound, actually, even. That's, that's wow. got to add some sort of value. Cause At least 25 no cents. Well, <laughs> that's what they used to charge. Don't, do not put it into that VCR. Yeah, I will not. I was actually just going to put it over there for display. It's going to be living here in the library? Yeah, sure. Oh, wow. Hey, man. I uh I already have them on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh well, I'll just go ahead. Well, and... What do you really want? <laughs> Throw this away then. Why don't it's you? Probably uh, not there's worth a trash can actually right back <laughs> over there in the corner. We'll put it next to. No, throw it up with the VHSs. We got a nice little VHS collection, and actually, we're gonna get a VCR in here that works, and probably have like a second annual VHS watch party at some point. Hey, thanks for sharing that. The Phantom Menace. It's nice. I probably watched that hundred times as a kid. So hell yeah, it's got Love some it. use. Um, let's get into now that we're talking about stuff that we're watching. What we're watching. What you watching. What you watching is what we tell you what we're watching each and every week. It's jam-packed. We have a lot happening. Uh, let's get into it. I know we have more stuff to show and tell. We're going to do some of this during coming up and some of it during the meet when we're talking about the MCU. For now, let's talk about some sports. PC Mike, kick us off. Tell us what's happening with the NBA Finals. Who you rooting for? Who you got? What's happening this year? Well, um... <clears throat> NBA uh, playoffs kicked off. The finals are trademarked, actually, by the NBA, by the finals. That's their trademark for the championship. Um, and series are a lot a lot of 1-0s. Um, I've been – I mean, we live in St. Louis. We don't have an NBA team, so I kind of jumped on a bandwagon when I was younger, about 98, 97. I've been a Lakers fan on and off since then, so I'll still cheer for the Lakers. They're playing the Phoenix Suns. They lost yesterday. Um, my best friend is lives in Phoenix and he is a huge Phoenix Suns fan. So I kind of like giving him grief and crap. Um, but, uh, yeah, the NBA playoffs. I know a lot of people don't like the NBA. I, on the other hand, love the NBA. I think they're the best athletes in the world. I don't think it's close. 
I think LeBron James is probably the greatest basketball player of all time when you break it down. Um, Michael Jordan is probably two. I mean, you could you could argue that all day, uh, but LeBron James has had 17 straight seasons averaging over 25 points in a row. The next closest wow, person is Michael Jordan with 11. I'll give it up for both of them. Um, and I can tell you that you really, like you said, you really you enjoy the NBA. You like it. You have a good time with it. Yeah, and I don't think that you can play 82 basketball games as hard as you physically can. So when they say they don't play defense, they might not on some possessions because you can't go as hard as you physically can for 82 games there. Yeah, you can't play 40 minutes and do that. You just can't. Yeah, and, um, and it's about scoring. It's about who has the most points at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, and the game's changed, and three-point shots changed the game, and people have adapted. But uh, games are tight. Games are interesting. They're fun. Um, if you're not an NBA fan, uh, tune in tomorrow. Game two for the Lakers. Suns. It'll be. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. I know Andy might need to pop on one or two games. Yeah, I was just saying. Andy just raises him whenever he said people that don't like the NBA. Yeah, Andy, tell us what's your problem with the NBA. I don't know. I just don't like basketball. Oh, just not was, a fan. Of, just not a fan of basketball. Yeah, yeah. I was never. Maybe I was never good at good enough as a kid. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Then again, I wasn't good at like. A lot of other sports, and I still watch those. So. Yeah, like you love football. <laughs> Were you any good at football? I never really played, so. Hmm. Well, I'm with you. The NBA has always been one of those things that I've just been like, I can take it or leave it. Um, I think it was a lot cooler when I was a kid, you know, with like the Bulls and watching Michael Jordan. and It was, it was just bigger. Like, it, it was, was for sure bigger. Bigger. And, yeah. and then, you know, as I got older, I, I still liked college basketball. Still, like, I just I yeah. like that. But See, I've, I've flipped. I used to love really? college basketball, and now I just don't care for it as much. What's the secret sauce behind each? Like, why are you, why are you leaning toward NBA? Because and... I'm not older than every single person I think that's playing. Oh, you like, you <laughs> like, like I don't know. It's just weird. You feel like I'm, you're watching like high school. Yeah, I'm 10 years <laughs> older than all these guys playing college ball. <laughs> at least LeBron's older than me still. Yeah. Like, and then LeBron, man, let's just, I mean, tie it into the movie world. He's got Space Jam 2 coming. Space Jam 2 Oh, coming. we're going to yeah. talk about it. Oh, we're going to be talking all about it. We're going to watch it. Comes to HBO Max, I can watch it from my couch and not have to pay money <laughs> if it's bad. Do you guys think Michael Jordan's a little, like, okay? Like, do you think he's upset about the movie? Do you think he no. cares at all? I don't think he cares at all. Do you think he might cameo in it? No. Mm, that'd be cool. I don't think he will. He makes too much money just off Jordan. Brand. I was going to say, probably. It looks like LeBron James is, like, they animated him in this one. Like, he goes into the cartoon. Yeah. Anyway, all right, NBA playoffs. Um, is it so the NBA finals? The NBA finals, but these are the playoffs. Are, these are the playoffs. The finals are the, I mean, the final between the Eastern and Western Conference. All right, we'll keep you posted there. PC Mike's got the beat on that. Let's move on to golf. We do have some updates for the PGA Ocean Course. Is this the right logo? Yeah, that's right. But it's is that what you called it though? PGA Championship. The, the PGA Ocean. Championship 2021. What's happening yeah. with this, Andy? They just call it the PGA because it's just such a well-known tournament i guess they can just call it by half of its name yeah yeah so yeah. But yeah ocean course was where it was at uh beautiful beautiful scenery um phil mickelson the oldest major winner of all time now wins at 50 years old he just won again yeah well he hasn't won a major since 2013 yeah like so that. this is this is pretty big oh like, shoot, kind of like right. yeah def, kind of like kind of like when tiger just won one but he's like a little bit younger i think he was mid 40s at that point but still, um, Phil is like he's just the guy that everybody loves and on the tour, like fans, like nobody, nobody hates Phil Mickelson. Yeah, it seems like everybody likes him. Seems like you know, just from like the tweets I see, there's um, like a lot of funny gifts. He has like a lot of good humor around him. Yeah, yeah, and he's hu- hugely marketable too. Just kind of like LeBron that we just talked about. So um, it was it was a great battle. Like him and Brooks Kepka were uh, battling the whole way. And as a person that uh, 
bet on both of them earlier in the week when I was in Illinois, placed some legal sports bets. Legal sports bets, yeah. Um, which is my favorite thing to do when I'm over there, and I won every single one again. Wow, man. So, I, guess, I guess I'm going to have to like, tag along with you sometime. If you're going over there and winning that often. I was just driving the river road the other day, just like, what do I bet on? I'm a degenerate, and <laughs> hit them all. <laughs> that is awesome. That's I, awesome. I'm the opposite. I hit <laughs> none. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I feel like I've only had that luck like the first time I ever went to the casino. But either way, you uh, you had a good time watching it. Had had some high energy, and the crowds are back. Probably nice to see. Oh yeah, oh They're yeah, back pa- big time, especially with Phil being there. There's I'm sure a it was crazy, crazy picture. If you've seen, if anyone's seen it, of like everyone, because everybody basically watches the fans, and then they come down to the 18th hole as time goes on because there's no one on all the other, the other holes. So by the time they get to that, there's just so many people on one hole that once they hit their shots into the fairway and then they hit their approach shots onto the green, like there's fans that are just like on the course up behind the golfers. And like Phil was basically in a mass crowd of people. And it's I was like, like this is, yeah, okay. COVID's over for sure. This is, this is great. Watch that so, backswing. Yeah. Yeah. They get pretty close to him, but it's, it's scary. I've never, uh, never been to, to a, a, a major championship, but it's well, on the list. Congrats. Congrats. I was complaining about it though. I bet about how close Com- people were and like after the thing. Well, if I would, I'd be too. I mean, that's like the whole thing. Like, be quiet. Don't get too close to me. Um, what's the next? What's the next big thing you're looking forward to in golf world? U.S. Open's coming up. All right. It's the uh, it's in British. Uh, no, sorry, is it the British or U.S. Open that's coming up next? I don't know. They've switched it all around. So yeah, it's moving because of scheduling. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, PGA Ocean Course, PGA Championship. Andy's always keeping us apprised of the golf. Moving into some actual titles, going to PC Mike dancing all around today. This one's the Netflix original, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. PC Mike, tell us how this went. Spoiler free, please. Army of the Dead, um, big title from Zack Snyder on Netflix. I think it had like a 70-something million dollar budget. Um, Fun kind of twist on zombies. Uh, Dave Bautista uh, leads a group to go get $200 million from Scorpion, the guy that played Scorpion hires him from the new Mortal Kombat movie. That's the only reason I knew him. <laughs> but he hires him to go get $200 million out of a basement of a casino. However, all of Las Vegas has been locked down because of zombies. Wow. Okay. Because it is cut off. They have put containers all the way around the city, but these are, aren't your normal zombies. They have like a hierarchy. They have intelligence, speed, some different things that go along with it, and it's the mission to get the $200 million out split 50 amongst all of them and chaos does ensue wow man okay did you enjoy this i did enjoy it would um, you be comfortable with a rating i would give it a 2.8 wow you thought well, a high two yeah you thought about it though yeah um it's not something i probably watch again it's like two hours and 30 minutes wow so it's a pretty long oh my gosh yeah it's pretty long um, wow well did, we look at the director what do you think what do you yeah. expect? Yeah, yeah, looking at that name <laughs> on there, cut off an hour and a half. <laughs> it says prequel and anime series. I guess that's like some, this. Is, this this image came from Marca, so I don't know if that yeah, applies here. But know. it's a it's a movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I like how it has the Zack Snyder like. I guess that's the font for his name. Like it's the same from the dawn of. He's like, we're not going to spend any extra money trying to look at font. Just use the same thing. Did it feel like Zack Snyder? Did you feel like at certain points you saw like similar things that we just saw in the Snyder cut? I don't think Snyder cut, but some of his other films. Um, Pretty gruesome, mm. some gruesome things, and I think he's done some horror back in the day, and some three hundred elements. Didn't he do three hundred or no? That I was about that. yeah, no, three hundred was uh, no, was that yeah, that's that's Snyder, right? I'll look it up. 
We got it. We got the PC. We got the giggler on it. Uh, but it sounds like you recommend it. Came in with a 2.8. That's Army of the Dead on Netflix. That, yeah, that was him. That was him also on yep. 300. So yeah, yeah, go check it out. Uh, thanks for bringing that one to the table. Uh, we'll definitely give him this a watch. It's like zombie stuff. Yeah, like, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything like good zombie stuff in a while. It's fun to watch. And Dave Batista's in there, so we got to support him. And uh, the cast does a good job. There's some quirky characters that you always have to have and a little twist and turn. So, yeah, it's worth a watch. But I probably, on our scale, above a three, I would say we'd watch it again. Yeah. I don't know if I'd invest two and a half hours did again. It, did it, it seem like there'd be more movies? Like Possible. Okay. Okay. Could, you could probably, yes. They left little. They left little things with zombies. You just never know. Yeah, what? Yeah, the, this could be The Walking Dead. This might have ten more movies. <laughs> ten more years that we don't. It could have been five. <laughs> and once you guys watch it, we'll talk about it. Yeah. a little bit more. But I did not like the beginning. Yeah, it's like how we always do. We'll come back around. When we all seen it. Do a spoiler-free review. Talk about kind of what happens. But for now, you can count on uh, us checking it out. Bouncing back to the giggler. Going to help you guys oh, out man. with stuff is where it's living nowadays. This one is Yellowstone. It's a Paramount network title but according to google you can watch this on the paramount plus network hulu premium yeah hulu premium peacock i think right yeah peacock is on there too peacock's on here and then a whole bunch of places to like rent it there's a lot of places you can rent it from but it looks like if you want it for free or included with your subscription you can have a premium fubo tv (laughs) sling Remember, we talk about Sling. Yeah. Sling, I guess, is still a thing. If you're a Sling Premium, it's on there. Hulu Premium is on there. And then Paramount Plus, that's how you're watching it, Andy. Are you watching it? We're watching on Peacock. On, no pe- ads. on Peacock. Peacock, <laughs> Peacock Premium, no ads. We this, it, it, this is what made us get the premium because I was tired of watching ads for this. That's right. This is the one you talked about. Yeah. Where are you now in the series, and uh, have you figured we out? We just finished last night. It's done? I'm going to keep it all spoiler-free because I will say this. You should all add this pretty high on your lists mm. this like i said before this kind of gives me vibes of like breaking bad a lot of times because there's crazy shit can just happen at any times mm. like this this finale of the third season like i'm so happy that i started watching it right now because this next season premieres next month I'm gonna have a date in a second. No, go ahead. So you've so you finished season three, and season four is coming next month. Yes, did not know that until we looked it up the other day. Oh, geez, it's just like perfect, absolute perfect timing because I hate waiting. And you're ready. And this this finale was one of the was one of the more exciting and crazy ones that I, that I've seen. Okay, um, but yeah, it's basically modern day cowboys and Indians, right? Yep, on a farm or a, a ranch in um, Yellowstone. It's you see dynamics of like the fina- the the family basically of like who's gonna Kevin Costner's the main guy obviously like the patriarch of the family, um, they lost their mother very early on in their lives, so it's basically all just all of them. Um, everyone kind of has their own backstory, and the sto- the show does an awesome job of just giving every character kind of importance, and then just kind of going going off of that, and basically where. I don't know who I want to kind of. It's it's all kind of hitting it like he's sure. going to take the ranch over. When that's what you were saying, Kevin and that's Coster what you said. It was kind of like gone. Breaking Bad, but Succession. Yeah, but also like you're out on in in, in rural America. So. Yeah, and Kevin yeah. Costner's like the main dude. But so basically, I want to be a cowboy now. Yeah, it's going to be in my future. So okay, Yellowstone, Mike, did you get this on your list yet? I go back and forth. I'm not a big Western guy. Yeah, but I haven't either. For the uh, record, neither am I, and I still love this. So, that, so will that you watch you the two spinoffs that are coming after this? I didn't know that was a thing, but yes. What are they called? Why 
1883. So Yellowstone in 1883. Okay. Okay. And then the next one's 6666. What the heck? Another planned spinoff is titled 6666. It is the present day on the 4-6 Ranch in Texas. Interesting. Because I, I, I could see them oh, doing the, four, six ranch. Okay. the other one sounds like it might be a sort of a prequel thing, which it I, is a I would. Yeah, the younger generation. Because a lot of times they, so you guys know the uh, the Home Depot commercials that have the the guy that voices them. That's an actor. He's was playing in like, um, damn it. I'm He's like this summer. This summer's your summer. Come on in it's and like, get that garage dun, for the dun, blah 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 blah. Yeah, they got the guitar. Dun, 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 dun. That guy. That guy. Uh, yeah. So he he plays because you do Kevin, things your way. He plays young Kevin Costner in this. So they do like <laughs> flashbacks. So I'm like, this is awesome. Can you hear his voice? Can you tell? Yeah. yeah but this one's from 1883. Um, then oh, okay. 18. That's even further back. Yeah, that's, oh, that goes even further back because they, oh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so not, they're doing I'm, spinoffs of this thing. So obviously I didn't know it's that. successful. Mm-hmm. Okay, Yellowstone on Paramount. Andy's going to start season four. If uh, Mike and I pick it up, we'll do possible. Some... I I would almost put possible. This I'll possibly watch it near my top. 10. Yes, Michael oh, possibly watch it. I'll, I'll also possibly watch it. But he's saying top ten of all time of all time that I've watched. Yes, top ten. It's close to there. It's in Andy's top ten. I mean, all right. Not, I mean, I'm taking it to heart, man. This is the convincing you're it doing. It might right be now. some recency bias because I've been looking for a show like this for a long, like since like Dexter at the beginning or of quarantine, where it's like I can't wait to get the, to the next one, and I just binge the shit out of it. You did, you did. So, watch it yeah, I mean, did. you watched it fast. Yeah, because you just talked about it. <laughs> it's like three weeks. <laughs> Started. You started it like two or three weeks. Like ago. two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, sure, right. All right, Yellowstone on Paramount, Peacock. Um, sounds like a few other places, uh, YouTube TV. If you have that, uh, thanks for the image from Teddy Morgan Appreciate the help with that. Going back to PC, Mike got a few <laughs> titles today. This was the HBO original mayor of East town. Uh, it's a HBO max original. You can find it there, but it looks like it's also part of Hulu premium, YouTube premium and Amazon prime video premium PC. Mike, how did this go for you? And what, the hell is it? This is a top 10 show I've ever watched. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Mayor of Easttown. It's a Kate Winslet crime type of thing. Okay. Um, some girls are missing. Kate Winslet's a cop in Pennsylvania. Show or movie? Show. show. Miniseries. Seven episodes. Got so it. it's a quick one. Okay. Um, they're on epi- episode six. Came out last night. I believe that is the plan for me to watch it tonight. Yep. And the series finales this sunday so season one finale yeah um evan peters is in it oh. our buddy evan peters Love uh, makes there's it. some mutants in this <laughs> um our guy guy pierce is also guy in it. pierce is in it yes uh kate winslet of course Ooh. Um, there's it's i'm it's, intrigued I, i'm already like i'm in but is yeah, it is it, it any good yes it really is good okay all right um so not far as good as yellowstone i have not watched <laughs> yellowstone um Mayor of Easttown versus Yellowstone, the next Mostly Madness matchup. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she she does an awesome job. And one to go. One to go. All right, let and us it's know. it's seven. It's not 29 episodes like Yellowstone. So if you're looking for. I mean, I like those limited series on HBO. You know, we yeah. did we did the, uh, what's the Hugh Grant and. Yeah. What was that That's show? That's the. Um... Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. They start in. Yeah. We... The. No, the start of the U almost at the center. The undoing, the undoing. Yeah. Yes, and that was like four or five. I liked that. Yeah. Just kind of like an abbreviated season. This one's yeah. Oh, HBO kills it with that. Like the night of. If you've never seen the night of, nope. Um, that's a good one. 
more true crime. Oh, I'm, we're even craving something like that. Have you ever, did you ever listen to Serial Podcasts? Oh, yes. With Adnan Saeed? Of course. That was like what like got me into podcasts. So the over. night of. That and Jock and Dirt. The night of is a similar story with like that with Adnan Saeed. Kind yes. of that vibe. It, I remember hearing about John Liguizamo? Is that his name? True crime uh, fans are true crime fans. No, I'm sure Carrie, Carrie loves true crime stuff. She probably knows this. But um, either the, way, the actor's name. Okay, John Leguizamo. Is that it? That's Luigi from uh, Mario John, and Luigi John, movie. Really? Yeah, yeah from the John. Mario and Luigi movie, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? How do you know? It's that? not John. It's John Turturro. Okay, John is Turturro. That, and then, uh, is it Riz Ahmed? Riz Ahmed? I have no idea. He was the bad guy in Venom. Good job. I mean, you guys are... That's you guys, what I like can you think are, of, yeah, that, that guy. All right, I can pull this up. Raz Ahmad. Yeah. Looks like... That's what I was thinking of, for sure, yeah. Yeah. I but, like... Yeah, I remember... Like I'm, I think I started that, and I feel like I really did like the pilot, but it was when it first yeah. came out, so I'm going to check it out. But anyway, Mayor of Easttown, you heard it here. Recommended seven-part stuff uh, series on HBO Max. Uh, go check it out. And then I have a few that I'm going to do really quickly, because it's old stuff that I'm rewatching. but man, we just, we just finished the Breaking Bad series finale yesterday is it top 10 it's uh i mean it it's top it's for sure top three yeah for and, sure and like for me to like even like i'm like is this my favorite show like that is what constantly comes lost is like my favorite show i mean about like i love i love smallville too i mean there's a lot of shows that i could put in that like top niche but this is if i was going to rate it which i'm going to go ahead and do i was i debated whether to do this or not but the series overall just breaking bad i mean it's like a four a three point nine oh. Yeah. I'd be right up there with like a three point eight. Very nice. Like I it's like I'm trying to say, like, is it perfect? Like, is it perfect? There's like, one episode that's not perfect. Which one? The fly. Uh, yeah, I know, but like <laughs> you, you know Vince Vill- Gilligan, he did it. You know, he did it for a reason, but it just it's hard to watch. The more you watch this, this was my fifth or sixth time. And it just gets better and better and better. Definitely recommend revisiting it. So now that we're in the Breaking Bad canon, as I called it, we did watch El Camino after the Jesse Pinkman story. I'd give this like a 2.7. Yeah. I forgot about this. Talk about a very drastic. Yeah, kind of a letdown. It almost taints the whole thing. It almost does. Like why they even try. Until you remember there's Better Call Saul. Yes. And we just started it. So we're going like right from the get go, like all watching from Breaking Bad all the way through El Camino. Better Call Saul is Better Call Saul. It might be better than Breaking Bad. I thought that, but I'm telling you, I don't believe that's true. And now that I'm rewatching season one, I know how good it gets and I'm excited to see all these characters come back. I'm I'm pumped. I have not finished what is it, season five? Are they on? They're on season five, which is like this this season they're coming out with will be the last season. Okay. Because I didn't get to finish season five because I moved and I was recording it. And so wow. you lost it on the stuff. Was this so I, this was in the late nineties. This was, no, like when you move, rec- you get new cable. Record it was on your DVR box. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like it's on Netflix. All these not, are on- no season. The last season is not on oh, Netflix yet. My bad. Sorry, you were looking for the most current episodes because I'm pretty current. You're pretty current. Got it. Yeah. Oh shoot! See, so I, I was current until like season three. Like I watched it yeah. live, and then I fell off. So now we're binging it, and I'm hoping by the time we finish these four seasons on Netflix. All these that I, I mentioned, by the way, are Netflix, if you want to go watch them. I'm hoping that... Season five is there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting on season five. I have like three episodes to go. They've been plugging it on their Instagram like for several months, so I feel like it was coming soon. Has to be. 
has to be. So anyway, Breaking Bad, we're huge fans over here. Yeah, definitely in the top three, uh, and definitely recommend it for anybody out there that hasn't seen it. If you haven't rewatched it, absolutely recommend it. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to do some more show and tell, talk about some books we're looking at, and then to the meat, it is Captain Marvel. Next up in our hashtag MCU rewatch. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The meat. Welcome back from the break. I'm Logan. This is mostly superheroes. Got PC Mike and the Giggler. We're going to earn that name in the later half right now in this episode, mostly superheroes. We got a feature for you from the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Before we get there, I want to highlight some stuff that we're actually reading. Kept it in the superhero section. We've highlighted a couple of these kind of on an ongoing basis the last few episodes, but they're actually here in studio for the very first time. Giggler, why don't you go and show us a few of the things you got here? Yeah. And the first up, I mean, look at this thing. The Marvel Encyclopedia. It's bigger than my head. As a fact here. (laughs) Right in front of your face. Completely blocks my whole head. That's great. It is just massive. This probably weighs 10 pounds. Very big. You've had it now for a couple weeks. Haven't read this much. I've went through this the whole history of the Marvel Universe. So that's the second book, The yes. History of the Marvel Universe by Mark Wade. Go ahead and hold that one up. This is the one that we heard by from the Omni Bus Collector on TikTok. Looks really fresh. Looks really good. Just this one, gonna you, pull this open just so you can see it. No, go ahead, open of, it up because I know that last oh, time cool. you were in last time you were in studio, you said that you had read half of this. Where are you now? I just finished this, so like wow. great Civil War, Civil War, depicted, right there. basically. And you, I mean, I spend just as much time reading these pages as I do, just kind of like admiring the art. Yes, which I mean, I I'll just admit I've never been a big actual comic book reader. Yep. So that's our whole thing. Weird, we're like into we're it. like going backwards, yeah. But I'm sure there's plenty of people that are in the same boat as us in that. Can so. you imagine how pleased Stan Lee would be if he knew that we watched these movies and now we are becoming like readers i hope he he's watching us he's he up there a watcher he's, he's a watcher he's <laughs> up there looking down like look at i knew it would happen yes. like this this is awesome so you've been enjoying this stuff oh yeah this is so cool i'm like i'm, I'm it basically the history of the marvel universe starts out basically half of it's animated in like chronological order they just kind of touch on certain um storylines and kind of little offshoots like something like basically some little little excerpts like are basically just one page where you might not hear about it, but you can see the overall, the theme of what they, they talk about the big players. The yeah. Most. It's and the then, most iconic stuff. And then, and like a condensed type of the story. I mean, it's exactly what a, a fan of the MCU that's wanting to read something needs to maybe get on board. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's all in one book. There's, there's some new things I, I read in here that I didn't, wasn't really specifically aware of or And also the whole time I'm just kind of thinking in my head, I'm like, would this, would this be fun to see on screen? Like, this that they're describing and i'm seeing this maybe some things for the first time uh like there was a lot about eternals and celestials in here and i'm like wow well be honest i want you to be honest do you you ever feel like you were being spoiled like do you think things are spoiling for you because you're you're learning just enough just to know like the because it's never the same as what's in the comics anyway it's always like a variation of the story i think yeah it's it's just kind of like what we talk about i mean i think what we're not talking about we're just as smart as everyone else that's on Reddit, deep diving and all these things. And look how many uh, things that we got spoiled or quote unquote, I guess. Just from being on the internet is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that how many things were we, were we wrong about? Yeah. More than not. I it, think they still keep stuff. us on our toes to where it's not 
they're not just copying from this on screen. And that's they, and that's usually what was happening. He was like, "Oh, in WandaVision, that's why Mephisto kept coming up because someone identified it and then ran with it so hard. Like that was like, this is what's going to happen. I think they did that on purpose. Though. It could be. Yeah, you think too. so? You think that was like a all play? the clocks? Like weren't they all at six? Oh, so you think they were like? Yeah, there was some trolling. There. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, though, it's so you're you're having a good experience. Yeah. So as soon as I'm gonna reread this now and kind of accompany it with the encyclopedia, and once I get to something that I need to know more about, like just for instance, like the Eternals trailer came out and I looked through this just to get an idea and it you can read in in one minute maybe two minutes and know what they are and it gives you a better idea of what what to expect look up like the character names yeah that's exactly you can go just look at the Eternals then there's a listing of each person that's in there so you can go look at their page this thing is uh, a beast Diggler I think I just got to say you got me excited about books again I'm going. You think I'm, the I'm, teacher would be I'm doing that? Like, oh, yeah, those, <laughs> those devil yeah, things. I, I thought Mike could be coming here talking about like hooked on phonics or what was the book it? Book it. You want you want a personal pan? That's oh. the best pizza you'll ever have. Man. Oh, you get a personal pan from Pizza Hut. Yeah. You get a backpack. Yeah, you, you get, get a, you get, get a, every kind of candy. Oh, you get a button, dude. I would. I read those Harry Potter books like all for book it one like in one school year. And I mean, you do you do all those books? They were like the most amount of points. I had so many book it points. I just cheated and said that I read them, but I really didn't. AR points is what we called it. You're right. I'm always talking to a broader audience. I mean, a lot of people have probably no idea what we're talking about. You got points for reading books. You got points for- You you didn't cheat at all, probably. Maybe we'll do like a mostly superheroes type of thing where every Marvel thing you read, you get like a- a token. <laughs> and he has two. <laughs> and he's got two tokens. Yep. Um, wanted to highlight something on my end, too. I know you got one more piece that's more in the DC arena. Let's save that for coming up right now, just keeping it in the MCU. Um, I had to highlight this Time Magazine, a special edition, The Story of Marvel. It's going to be on newsstands until July 26th. So it's like out there and about right now, like at your local grocery store. That's where I bought mine here at Schnooks here, here in St. Louis. I cannot recommend this enough and man oh man this would have been a very very helpful during our rewatch because they essentially tell you what to look for oh they did what we did i mean it goes from all the way from the uh, birth of marvel comics and stan lee and jack kirby and the whole story from the very very early beginnings all the way through one movie at a time of the MCU with a synopsis, a time review. <laughs> you could have just the, read that the instead. budget, the budget and everything <laughs> in uh. order but either way, I know yeah, we could have used it. We might read something for Captain Marvel today, um, but I highly recommend it. It is just so much fun to read. You really learn about the history of Marvel Comics, where Stanley came from, the roots, and how it has exploded into the worldwide phenomenon today. Go out there and get it, Time Magazine, at your local grocery store. <laughs> Support local. All right, so talk or about- Or newsstand. Or newsstand. If they're um, around. I'll lend this to you guys if you want to check it out. Okay. Same, we can do- same. Hey, trade tradies. <gasps> Mostly superheroes book club. I think Scott actually I just stole this idea. Scott said like we should do like a book club idea. I was like, yeah, maybe. And now I'm like, ah, oh, he was spot on. Yeah. He was spot on. Um more Com- to come. Comic of the month or graphic novel of the month. Just something or you know, you know what you read. Well, big brains over here. And what you reading, you know, isn't that what it is? It's gonna be just me reading this book for the next <laughs> six years. I, mean, I think that's going to be like a helpful tool. I'm going to get one of those here in the studio. So if we need to look up something on the spot, we got PC Mike and Encyclopedia Giggler. And, oh, there we go. I'm also getting a laptop soon. So wow, only for use here, basically. So oh my gosh, I'm I feel honored. So we're gonna have both. We're gonna have two computers over here now. I just my roommate's about to leave. So so you're just I, he's got to get his Best Buy. Uh, I got to use his Best Buy uh, discount as soon as 
as much as I can. Congratulations. What a cool just, problem. Just hoard. <laughs> Bunch of TVs. I'll I gotta take go one buy, of everything. I got to go buy a computer. Um, all right. Let's get into the meat. It's why you came. It's the sizzle. It's our feature. It's why we're here today, and we are excited. We've been talking about this one for months. Next up in the MCU rewatch, it's taking place right after Avengers Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp, taking place right before Avengers Endgame. It's the 21st MCU title coming out of Marvel Studios, written and directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, with Nicole Perlman, Meg LaFauve, and Geneva Robertson Dortit. We're going to tell the story, going to rate the movie, and decide once and for all how we feel about it. It's March 4th, 2019 at the time, and Brie Larson makes her debut as maybe the most powerful Avenger to date. Let's give it up for Captain Marvel. This thing had a budget of $152 million. It made, are you ready, PC Mike? I have 1.12 billion with a B. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like an in game maybe made like 1.5, 1.6. Like, I don't know. Oh, in game made like two something. It did go over two. We'll have to, we'll, in we'll in have to my opinion, I think, didn't this come out right before Endgame? Yeah, yeah. I yeah think this was inflated because of people being excited about it. Oh, there was no doubt. Like, we were okay. going to be there. But I'm just making sure that I wasn't like the only one that thought that. This was why you, again, you talk about the hold it over feeling, right? This was the definitely like, okay, I'm going to go see Captain Marvel, but then Endgame's coming. We got a big story to wrap up. Before we keep going in this story, I have a correction from last week. Oh. Yes, I found it during the editing. We did talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp last week. I said it was the 19th film in the MCU. It is the 20th. I just, in the in the order we were reviewing, I just yeah. went to the next one, but we actually had to skip Infinity War. Yeah. So, okay. Film number 20, we want to make sure we correct ourselves when we can, but this one is the 21st movie. Came out in 2019. Let's go around the room. Giggler, when's the last time you saw this thing? Today. And how was it for you this time around? It wasn't bad. I, I, it definitely gets better as you watch it. Um, I'd say this is probably the fourth time I've seen it. Fourth time. That's probably about right for me. Fourth, fifth time. First of all, I love your shirt. You yeah. Gotta, got we got to give that. Big shout out. I'll give it up for it. Yeah, my mom got me this shirt. Like I said, when you guys got here, I was like, my mom got me this shirt. She always gets me like silly things. And this, I was one of those things where I was like, when will I ever need to wear this? I think we should wear it for the Captain Marvel episode. But let's go ahead and break some hearts out there. PC Mike, you want to share something? Um, Avengers Endgame made $2.8 billion. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> All right, don't butter us up with that. Don't butter us up. <laughs> well, sometimes life happens, and I did not watch Captain Marvel. Oh. I've never seen it, so this is going to be very informative for me. Uh, I picked Army of the Dead. Yep, you did. You made a choice. I made a choice, and I'm going to live with it, but I am excited for this review, as all these listeners should be. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just going to be me explaining it to you. And maybe subconsciously you ruined it for me, so I'm going to maybe blame a little bit on you. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. You know what? Last week you said you were so excited to be visiting I these movies. I said I would plan on it. I you never did. said I would for sure. I right. intended to. When I asked you if you promised, you were like, maybe. Yeah. You never said that it was going to be a for sure thing. Well, we'll explain it to you, Mike. Don't worry. The Giggler and I got it covered. We've seen this thing enough. It's what Cap movie is next that we're going to do? Uh, the next one is 
Spider-Man. Uh, so in order for watching, you would watch Endgame after this. I've we, seen that. We Check. Did, we did that. And uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Is that our next one that we're reviewing next that's, week? That's what we're reviewing next week. I promise I will watch that. Wow. You and better. Then, and then I mean, The Incredible Hulk. And then The Incredible we Hulk. Back. We, I, but we don't know how to watch Incredible Hulk. I, I own it, so I think you guys should just uh, come over. Okay. You guys just come over. We'll do movie night. Deal. All right. I'll Deal. provide the popcorn. I'll provide the movie. Just like just like every every week, I'll just provide everything and do everything. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just handle it all, Mike. Don't worry about it. Um, speaking of which, let's go ahead and do this thing. Let's spoil it for Mike, but we don't want to spoil. It. We don't want to spoil it for you out there. Here's a spoiler alert for Captain Marvel. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. I I can already tell you, we go for two minutes. This one will probably be just a little bit longer. I realized during this, this is a movie about making connections. Throughout the MCU, it's one lesson you need to learn right off the bat, and it's going to tie into my rating at the end. Actually, it makes a lot of sense about like how they put the same together. Let's tell you how they did it right now. Captain Marvel, the year is 1995. In the MCU, we are in space. We meet the Kree, a super advanced race of beings that look like humans, but have blue green eyes. They're super strong and have an amazing technology, even in the 90s. Meet Veers, a.k.a. Brie Larson. She is one of these soldiers known as the Kree Star Force, and she only remembers the last six years of her life or so. Turns out Veers is actually Earthling U.S. pilot Carol Danvers, but it will take her the entire movie to figure this out. After Carol crash lands on Earth in pursuit of Skrulls, who apparently have invaded the planet, she meets a young Nick Fury, a.k.a. Samuel L. Jackson, and a young Agent Phil Coulson, a.k.a. Clark Gregg. That's right. These two are young agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.s, and their encounter with the Kree and the Scrolls is their first interaction with aliens that's ever taken place on Earth. Fury and Coulson help Carol learn about her past, which reveals that she actually received her powers from the Tesseract, a.k.a. the Power Stone, after an explosion that was caused by none other than Kree soldier Yon Rog. This is the character played by Jude Law, who's in the film. He does a great job in this. He's been Carol's mentor in the movie up to this point. Well, it turns out Krees are bad, scrolls are good. Carol's Earth mentor, Dr. Wendy Lawson, who we meet as the supreme leader at the beginning of the movie, you'll remember, is actually an undercover Kree scientist on Earth called Marvell. She used the Tesseract to try and revolt against the Kree, but was killed by Jude Law's character, Jan Rog. And in the end, Carol Danvers remembers who she is with a little help from her Earth friend, and pilot Maria Rambo, played by Lashana Lynch, and her daughter, 11-year-old Little Trouble, Monica Rambo, a.k.a. Akira Akbar, who you'll meet actually as an adult in WandaVision. Carol becomes Captain Marvel, defeats her former Kree team, destroys one of three Kree warships, and straight-up scares away Kree leader Ronan, who you might remember as the main bad guy from the Guardians of the Galaxy, just by staring him down, he takes off. In the, in the end, Carol befriends the scroll leader Talos, a.k.a. the hilarious Ben Mendelsohn, who you might remember from The Outsider, he was the detective, then leaves to take on the Kree, and then becomes known around the galaxy as a hero of all planets. Meanwhile, on Earth, a young Nick Fury loses his eye to a cat flurgan, and then types into a word processor, because it's 1995, the Avengers Initiative. That's Captain Marvel. 243. 
243. Okay, I knew it would be about three minutes. That was nice and tight for you. I got to say, I'm pretty proud of this, especially if you go and read the reviews in Time Magazine. I liked mine better than theirs. Just well, saying. Yeah, duh. duh. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about some top parts, but before that, let's do some end credit scenes. The first one, the Flurgan is the cat. If you remember, it had eaten the Tesseract. It pukes it up onto Nick Fury's desk. We know that it ends up in the hands of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then end credit scene two ties directly to the storyline from the big cliffhanger after Avengers Infinity War. The Avengers are in shock right after the blip. They've lost half of everybody. They're hopeless. They're watching this beeper that they found that was attached to Nick Fury. And here she comes, way too little, way too late. Captain Marvel comes in scene and says, where's Fury? Darkness. And it says Captain Marvel will return in the Avengers. So that's her entrance into our world Giggler, tell us about any parts that I'm missing here that you want to highlight. Top parts of the film. I got a few that can help get us going, but let us know what you were thinking as you revisited Captain Marvel today. Um, young young Coulson and Fury for the win. That was my number one. That's best, literally what I wrote. I just wrote Fury and Coulson. <laughs> best part of C-53 for sure. Of C-53. Of, uh, that's that's uh, what Earth was. That's the that. Earth number that she calls it. We're here on C-53. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I like how she like called from a payphone or ship. Exactly. Like the nostalgia of the movie was the, probably the best part. So like, great. Might be a, a, a music show episode. Someday. It already was. Was it? Yeah. That's <laughs> the, you just that's you just spoiled it coming up. Captain Marvel. Like I said, try to feature it. Talk about the best soundtrack probably I've done so far. Nice. I mean, it's 1995. Yeah. They enter a blockbuster in the first like 20 minutes of this movie. Man, the smell of a blockbuster is one of the best parts. And then there's a radio oh, the shack next door. Yeah. <laughs> Radio Shack, I love that. Um, I also loved the fight scene uh, when she does get her memory back, the audio clip that she hears on the computer. I mean, they take us back to her, her flying that ship. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, I actually did really appreciate her, appreciate her as this pilot. She, like, kills that scene, flying that, like, futuristic, futuristic spaceship all around. Um... I said her her power ups are pretty cool when she like full on like embraces her powers, but like it's a lot. Like there's so much light. I just yeah, I feel like they her origin story came like so much later than most people, so they kind of had to differentiate her a little bit. So it, yeah, it, I mean, I think they did a great job of it. Like like you said, this movie was probably two purposes, obviously to set her origin story and also connect to so many other parts where like young Coulson that. That that was my favorite part. Young Coulson's great. I, I love it. So I, mean, I already so, said that, but no, no. So he, they really are seeing him. It's like his first year on the job, interacting with this like direct. He's like a he's like Nick Fury's just like a, a sergeant or something. Um, I love the Talos character, the Scroll. He's the he's like the main bad guy for a while until you find out you know everything's been yeah. flipped on its head. He's ben, hilarious. Ben Mendelsohn is awesome. In so many things. He's just like in every big uh, movie series. He's in Star Wars. Um, he was in Dark Dark Knight. You're right. He was um, Daggett. I think was his name. He gets he gets his neck snapped by Bane. Yeah. In Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. He plays and he and he has such a range too because some of these characters are like dark and gritty. Like some are like scumbag businessmen. This one he's hilarious. It's yeah. such a different mood yeah. from like he's in The Outsider. He's that cop. Like it's like dark of the dark. You or know, Bloodline. That's, he's in Bloodline. Thank too. you. Brother. I was just yeah. gonna say if no one's he ever seen Bloodline. Awesome. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. Most people probably haven't, maybe not even heard of that. Never seen it. I've barely heard of it. Good call. Thank you, Mike. 
Must watch. Must, I would say. A I, must watch. I, I, I would I, put that in the top 10. Okay, Bloodline, you're hearing it here. These two are getting real giddy over here about Bloodline. <laughs> hey, it's a hard stop, too. It's just, there's no like, it's done. Is there it's one season? Three. Three seasons and boom, it's boom, done. Boom. Yep. All I was, right. I was pissed when it was done. Well, That's how good it was. Well, Ben <laughs> Mendelson, look at this. He's getting some praise here. Really great in here. Um, let's talk about some notable connections. Yeah, I mean... This is where I'm getting to like the chunk of like how I feel about this movie. That's why I wanted to do the connections before the rating today. This movie leans very heavily on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, it's like it had I mean, it literally has a young Nick Fury. So for the folks out there that want to watch this stuff chronologically, you can, but this is where it would fall. You would watch Captain America the First Avenger and then this movie. So you'd have no idea who like any of these people are. It would they would just be characters to you, which would be cool. And and I, I'll tell you this, it's a different experience. I'd love to hear someone that watched it like that for the very first time and like how they say like how they finished it because like how would it feel to see this young Nick Fury grow up to be like a older Nick Fury? You know, it's kind of cool. But, you know, so you basically, in my mind, I said you basically have to see like the majority of the MCU. Anything with Nick Fury in it, Phil Coulson stuff, of course, Avengers, Iron Man, I wonder Iron if Man anybody's 2. actually watched them like that on accident or something. I, I have some friends, our friends Jen and Aaron, they, they recently did it, but I feel like they were like maybe revisiting it. But like I'm talking like you said the first time. Actually, yeah. they, actually it might have been their first time. I might have somebody to tap for this. Because, I mean, you'd have to wait till they're all done because you didn't know Captain Marvel was coming out in 2008 when Iron Man did. Well, here's another thing that would really be weird for you. If you watch the end credit scene of this movie, the end game connection, like that would that would just totally throw you off. You'd be <laughs> I, like, I don't what's think, happening? I don't think you could watch end credit scenes. You'd yeah. Have, yeah, if you do chronological, you just got to like watch the story. Yeah. And just know that like I'm in, watching point. this in year time. Okay, either way. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home in credit scenes tied directly to this. You also get some WandaVision connections like we talked about. Um, like I said, you don't have to watch the entire MCU. You could go without movies like Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. But like anywhere where like the main characters exist, you know, anything with the Tesseract would be very helpful. So if the Tesseract plays a part in the story, you're talking about Captain America, the first Avenger, of the Avengers movie. It's just a lot of the MCU that you should. But then again... This is like the big argument. Could this stand on its own feet? We just had the same discussion about Ant-Man and the Wasp last week. With that, let's go and get a couple of ratings from myself and the Giggler. We'll let PC Mike set this one out since he didn't see this one. I'm going to go and say it. I'll be honest. I had a good time with it. Better than I remembered. You called it Giggler. I had a lot more fun with this. This time around, took myself outside of my own head, watched it truly unbiased, and just was like, this is a Marvel flick. Let's see how I feel about this. It looks amazing. The story's a lot of fun. You can tell by me reading it, like, I mean, this is the amount of text there was. The reason it was one full minute longer than where we've been dialing in, about two minutes, I think that's because there's a lot that you have to explain. I mean, no one's ever even really talked deeply about the Kree other than a little bit in Guardians of the Galaxy, but they never really focus on the people, and Ronan is, like, outside of the Kree. He's like a, a, a rebel. And then you have scrolls. You Which know, we're going to be seeing plenty more of, probably. Exactly. And it's like, who knows where they're uh, going? That's what I'll say about this movie. It introduces to you scrolls. So now, phase four moving forward, if you're talking about scrolls, you're like, where these come from, this is the flick you got to watch. Giggler, any other thoughts on Captain Marvel before we wrap this thing up and talk about what's coming up next in this order? Um, My did least favorite score? part? Was... Yeah. I, oh, did I say it? Oh, I don't think I did. I did. I just kind of ranted about the movie. It's a three point. I... It's a three point oh. Okay. Because I did enjoy rewatching it, so for me, it made the threshold. But it's definitely not 
above the threshold. It's right at that, like, you know what? I'll, I'll watch this when I'm doing my MCU rewatches. And if I do a chronological watch, I because I at this point, I probably should be changing up my orders. There's a lot of ways to watch this stuff. You could do the Iron Man story only and, like, take out other stuff. But anyway, Giggler, let's hear how you thought about this movie and yeah. hear your rating. Just jokingly, my least favorite part, obviously, is Goose because you know how my feelings about flirtings. Yeah, I'd, I had to take the cat out of here <laughs> right when you got here. <laughs> but it like I was reading about it on on Reddit and someone made a connection that this movie is kind of like Memento <laughs> where it's basically two storylines that converge until the very end. It is exactly right. No, it is. And she doesn't have her memory either. And that the whole movie my mind to, to think about. So and um, she's remembering a little bit at a time and they're working those memories in in a cool kind of way. Like, they have a machine that they're like, I liked how they rewound her brain, like, kind of like a VHS. They're like, he's like, wait, back it up, back it up, back it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I just think that, I don't know, for whatever reason, it just is not super rewatchable for me. I, I think it might just be for for kind of what you talked about earlier, which is maybe there's just too many, like, pre-connections and stuff like that that they're trying to do. And um, new stuff. And yeah, that yeah, at the same time. Um, but Plus, I, it's an origin story. Yeah, yeah. So you got all that going on, but go ahead. Still gave it a 2.7. Wow, it didn't make the threshold for you. Man. Like you only rewatched it for this. Yeah, and other times was just. And now you got me. TV. You got me like second don't, guessing don't. my score. It's now. okay. It's okay. <laughs> we all have different tastes. Like usually my scores are higher than but, everyone's. But but it wasn't this time. And you know what that tells me is I must. I think I really. I think I enjoyed it a little bit. I think you did too. But you I sound a little giddy in your voice. I I do like I she like I guess I'm gonna say she right. This is a for me. It always became about Brie, but now revisiting it, she actually I think she did fine. I think she like it's her character. It's a different kind of character. But man, there's just a lot to take in with this movie. And for any for any new MCU fan, it's gonna be a little overwhelming. But we did enjoy it. Happy to get some ratings on the film and add it to our MCU library. We're so close. To wrapping up the rewatch, and just in case you want to know what comes next, look how cool this is. You talk about a, a memento type feeling. Okay, so if you're watching in release order, which we do, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame is next. We've already done our Infinity Saga special, so go check that out. Spider-Man Far From Home, next week. Mark your calendars. Mike promised to watch. Marked. Marked and promised. <laughs> really good one. Can't wait to visit it. You got uh, Tom Holland, Jake Gyllenhaal, and what do you know? Nick Fury. It'll be perfect. And guess what you would watch after that? WandaVision. Whoa. I didn't know if you wanted us to guess. It was on the screen. But yeah. I just... <laughs> yeah, you guys... <laughs> Whoa. Whenever I'm having people guess, it's the listener. Usually, <laughs> You guys can see it. <laughs> but, man, talk about a full circle. Now WandaVision is in, like, the order of just, like, what you would watch next. It's insane. Does like, it still make you mad that Endgame is not the end of Phase 3? Yeah, it's... um Yeah, officially, Spider-Man Far From Home was Phase 3. But that's only because of like the Marvel Studios scheduling. Like it came out, it came out literally like three or four months after Endgame. So that's why to them they're like, "This is Phase Three. But I'm like, "Yeah, Phase Three should just be the Infinity Saga, though." Yeah, End Game. The End Game. Yeah. But either way, it's also like a weird one because you know it's it's the MCU, but it was a Sony flick when we landed. <laughs> but can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to see it. Uh, that's what you would do next. Uh, we've already talked about the Phase Force titles, and uh, we're going to talk about more what's coming up, so let's get into it. Don't worry, MCU's not totally over, talking about some stuff that's coming up. Before we do that, let's do some show and tell as we get into 
Actually, let's 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 wrap up MCU because I actually have a slide for DC Giggler, and I want to hear about this novel that you brought in. Staying on the MCU, coming up, the official countdown's on. Uh, we're here on Monday, May twenty fourth, and this comes out June 9th on a Wednesday. We're talking about Loki on Disney Plus. Holy shit, it's coming! Weekly episodes start on Wednesday, and yeah, I've been thinking real hard about do we have to change our schedule? And the more I think about it, I think we should. I think we should record on Wednesday nights. And then put out the episode like Friday, so we'd have new, so we'd have like new pod episodes on Friday. We could watch the damn episode together almost. That's what I was thinking too. You guys come over. I've even thought about like maybe one time we do like a live watch if they're only forty minutes, like thirty eight, or then it'll be like I don't know twenty nine minutes. But I don't want to like just end up sitting on the mics quietly, like because you're just watching. And it's the first time. Yeah, you want to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Come back, experience, come back with notes, or maybe, you know, we'll figure it out. Either way, Loki's coming. Uh, We're going to be live time here in the MCU again. Can't believe it. Mark your calendars. As we said, next week is Spider-Man Far From Home. Watch that this week, and we'll be talking about it just like we did Captain Marvel today. After that, it'll be The Incredible Hulk. This is an Edward Norton film. It's It's a universal property. It is officially in the MCU canon. I looked it up to double check. And yeah, it's hard to find. You cannot watch it for free anywhere. You do have to rent it from wherever you rent it from, either YouTube, iTunes, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, uh, Vudu, Google Play. I actually own this one on digital copy. So if you guys want to come over, we can watch it. It's a party. DC Rewatch is going to be coming up next. And we're going to be talking about the OG Superman flicks starring Christopher Reeves, Superman 1 through 4, Watch for this in the coming weeks. We got some MCU stuff to wrap up, but this is on our radar. Why we're here, Gigor? Tell us what you brought here for uh, our last piece of show and tell, show and tell today. This is a frightening, frightening graphic novel of the original Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Oh my gosh, that is not what I thought it was. What do you What do you mean? What do you think it was? I just thought it was like another Batman novel. I didn't realize no, it was. This is the the, the Batman. One. I does mean, that, does it's that pretty co- cool if you just kind of cover go, give you just yeah, it's scary, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm opening it up. Just Jack having, Nicholson's Joker's it on is, the cover, just so you know. Just listener. glancing over, it is like frame by frame. The movie. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they do such a good job. And actually, weird story is that so there's there's a name on the bottom here: Dennis O'Neill, Jerry Ordway, and Steve Olaf. Well, Dennis O'Neill actually was the brother of my parents or my neighbor growing up, my neighbor growing up, sorry. Your neighbor growing up yeah, was he, who now? So, uh, Dennis O'Neill. Dennis. His brother, his brother was Dennis O'Neill. So my dad, growing up, my dad was always like, oh, uh, Tom's, Tom's brother is like a huge comic book guy. He like created a bunch of characters and for the longest time, like I, so I knew his name, but I, and I just kind of looked up, he did a lot of, uh, Green Arrow and, um, oh my God, what's the other green guy? Oh, green, green Lantern. Lantern. Yes. Green Lantern. Thank you. Duh. What? Um, he may have. He, I think he created actually or, the the Green Lantern. So geez. that's pretty pretty wild. He has a lot of a lot of accolades that one I, person removed. Um, but yeah. So I found this. My dad found this in my house and gave it to me. And he said, "Look at that name at the bottom and Google him." And I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "Yeah, that remember that guy I told you about? That was our neighbor's brother." It's like that's him. But wow, that's awesome. Someone gave this to me years ago, but not not them. I guess not it was them. somebody else. Yeah, but just but kind of a weird connection that you would just. Never think that you know of someone that's just. I, I believe that's a person that uh, put the screenplay of this together. So yeah, hold it up again. This is a uh, Batman. Uh, it looks like a novel version of the uh, 
1989 flick. Looks pretty cool. You've read it. Is it is it like do pretty much what the movie like Mike just said, frame for frame? Oh yeah, it's the exact. It it almost looks word for word the exact same. Even all the like the quotes like "Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight?" That's right. Yeah, you get the major lines. All right, uh, Batman, man. Uh, nice warm up here for the DC rewatch that we're gonna start doing. Uh, we agreed upon. So yeah, we're gonna do that Superman. Uh, the Superman movies, Batman movies are going to be coming around again. And uh, it's all going to be living at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DC. And don't think that we haven't forgotten. Invincible is on our radar. I'm about halfway through at this point. It's take, I'm watching it like kind of like a weekly show. I'm trying to sneak it in because I'm watching it on my own, like I mentioned. Um, but I'm really, really enjoying it and excited to break it open with you guys. So we'll do a whole, a whole episode there. We'll feature it. And then Giggler, you called it. We did do Captain Marvel for the music show. That's our spinoff on Spotify. Just search the music show or, or search Captain Marvel if you want to hear some folks like TLC. Um, no doubt. All, um, all the 90s hits. Could Des- like yeah, Desiree. A whole uh, now, like five. It's probably what it, what it is. Oh, my gosh. It was so great. I it, it was one of our best episodes yet. Most songs yet. I think it's like nine, nine or ten songs. Go check it out. It's on Spotify. You can find it mostly superheroes.com forward slash the music show. And of course, something new every day. We got a fan mail, what you watching over the weekends. Get that weekly newsletter, Logan's letter every Friday. It came last week with a force. Giggler, you said you enjoyed it. Beef, beefed it up a little bit. Started doing this really new thing that I'm excited about. The episode posters. So we're starting to do this new episode posters. Kind of highlights everything we talk about in the week. We put a number on it. Probably be something that we end up printing for some fans one day. Do some like autographs on it. Put our pictures. Maybe we like use them as like postcards. Um, and you get that if you subscribe for free at MostlySuperheroes.com to our newsletter. You can also join our free, exclusive, private Mostly Superhero Squad Facebook group. And also on Patreon, of course, MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Patreon. New episodes Thursday, early on Wednesday on Patreon. Tuesday's the music show and Monday. Last week's episode today, every Monday on Instagram Live at noon. Holy cow. Number 22. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Coming up, I like you, I breezed through it. There were six, six things on our uh, road ahead. Hope you guys like stuff. Hope you guys like the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to run out of stuff. So, <laughs> who do you think we're talking to out there? Like, who do you think the people like? Who's like our number one fans that are just like, oh yeah, they're hitting it. These are the things I like. I'd really love to talk to them. So if they should, they need to call in to well, the call log seven five four call log, please seven five four call log. If we're talking about you right now, we want to hear from you two two five set seven five four two two five 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 or the squad on Facebook. Six, four. The squad on Facebook's great. They're that- pretty active. They're active. They like we get a lot of what you watch in there. Features some fan mail. Uh, Giggler, what did you enjoy talking about most today? What are you looking forward to coming up? Is actually my, what I want to ask. The DC rewatch. I'm ready to explore some areas that I've never seen before. I don't know why, but I just never watched any of those old Superman movies. This is gonna be a real experience. I was down with like the cartoons growing up, but I just never felt the need to. Christopher Reeves, he sounds looks cool, I guess, but I think it just looked too tacky. Like, yeah, by I mean, the time in the seventies, I mean, we saw like this is what I saw as Batman versus Christopher Reeves Superman. Like, why would I want to go backwards like that? I but I'm you. sure that I will be entertained in it. Do you think I will be? I don't know. Well, that's you know what it is. We're taking some. We're taking these movies from the past. We're taking them out of time and watching them 
with our eyes now, man. I mean, it's going to be an experience. Like even you, you see how it is. Even watching stuff that we know and love, and then we rewatch it, we surprise ourselves on how we feel about it. Yeah. You're so right. I'll be honest. I don't even know how I'm going to feel. I'm a Superman guy. Those movies were my my shit. I got to give it up for my buddy Nathan. Like my 16th birthday, he bought me those DVDs for my birthday. Like I legit cried. Like I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this Aww. is ama-. Nathan. Yeah, you know Nathan. He was at your wedding. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, I mean, so I'm excited, but like, how will it be to watch this stuff fresh? I really don't know. I'm excited to do it with you guys. I think we should do a lot of like, we should watch a lot of these together. Honestly, I'm thinking about doing like weekly watch parties. We can get the ladies yeah. involved too. do a little movie night. PC Mike, what we got coming up that you uh, wanna, are excited about? 100% DC rewatch. You're right like, on board. Like Andy said, I haven't really, I've watched them, but it's been here or there, not sit down, watch, um, Excited to see some of these characters. Like Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor is mm. apparently like one of the best ever. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. Um, Christopher Reed, I mean, he's set the standard for superheroes. So I'm excited to see like kind of like the origins of superhero movies that are now being played. Yeah. So. And don't forget about Brandon Ruth and Superman Returns. Kevin Spacey is Lex Luthor, who turned out to be a real life bad guy. I heard his next movie role is actually that of chasing down child predators. That can't be he's real. he's doing movies again. Uh, he's he's pretty active on that YouTube channel. I haven't. That can't be real. I, I read that today. I was like, Did you read that too? Why? What's the headline again? That I he, think he's like going to be in a movie. Yeah, and his next role is like he's chasing down child predators when he was accused of. Oh no! <laughs> no, you, no, you can't do you can't do that. Yes, Kevin Spacey to return as sex crime detective. Who's that? Who's that article from, Andy? This is the Times. Okay, from the Times. All right. Well, uh, what the heck? That's actually in the UK, but um, well, we'll see what happens there. Kevin Spacey has had some pretty negative news, right, in, right, right. In, in recent years, but uh, we'll we'll take a look. We're gonna see him as Lex Luthor, DC rewatch coming up, and uh, we're wrapping up the MCU rewatch. This is happening. We got we got uh, Spider Man Far From Home, and then Incredible Hulk and back to Hulk, back to Hulk, which I think is. Hey, you know what it'll be? It'll be some kind of movie magic because we're going to go all the way back to it's the second MCU fam, uh, film. It came after Iron Man. Did they even mention Iron Man in that or anything? He's, I mean, spoiler alert, he's in the end credit scene. Oh. We have to like. Yeah, man, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, it, there was to, a plan. Yeah. Yeah. A, new, a whole new Hulk, too. Edward which is Norton's so awesome. weird. Yeah. I, I love Edward Norton. There's a lot, of, and we can talk about that on that episode because he, there was like creative differences, which is why he didn't end up, he wanted to have a lot of input on the plan. And of course, the MCU's like, we have a plan already. Of course they do. All right, more coming. It's mostly superheroes. Definitely uh, living up to that name recently. Watching a lot more stuff, and I like that we're getting back into the reading aspect. Uh, Let us know what you're reading, what you're watching out there. We love hearing from the squad. You can do it all at mostlysuperheroes.com. We'll see you next week. Take it easy.